Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Now they finally uh, arrested SBF. (laughs) Sam Bankman-Fried has been arrested in the Bahamas. SBF's arrest followed a receipt of formal notification from the United States that it has filed criminal charges against him and is likely to request his extradition. Uh The arrest was the latest stunning development in one of the most dramatic falls from grace in recent corporate history. Mr. Bankman Freed, 30, was scheduled to testify in Congress uh, today. About yeah. the collapse of FT, FTX. Yeah, that was he was going to do that remotely because he said mm-hmm. his uh, schedule is kind of full. Oh yeah, we don't want to, we don't want to interrupt him. Yeah, you know while he's doing him important fraud. We, <laughs> so, so now far now, be it from us. Now it won't uh, be remotely. Apparently, apparently not. <laughs> uh wow. I mean, he imploded as the article says virtually overnight last month after a run on deposits exposed an eight billion dollar hole. Mm. In the accounts, uh, the criminal charges against him included wire fraud, uh, wire fraud conspiracy, securities fraud, securities fraud conspiracy, and money laundering, not to mention uh, defrauding investors, which they just added, I think, right? Mm -hmm. That's a latecomer. (laughs) So now we, uh, I guess we wait and see. Is anything going to come of this? Will we actually convict a guy who yeah. is so in bed with Democrats? Totally. I mean, congratulations to the Democrat Party for holding the Senate and using uh, SBF to do that. And now they're yeah. going to. Now, now you got the uh, Democrat House in the last days of their power trying to. I, I can't figure this out. I don't know if they're going to call him up there so they can quickly sweep this under the rug and be like, see, we took care of Republicans. You don't have to worry. No, don't be looking under there. No, we're good. I don't know if that's why things are moving so quickly, but a lot of people have pointed out, and I think this needs to be known, um, SBF uh, not suicidal. Okay. As he awaits. Has he said that? Do uh, we know that from, yeah, from we his don't. own mouth? You know what? We don't okay. know that. So all right. Maybe Have he we is. checked on all the video cameras at the jail he's going to be housed in? <laughs> do, we, do we think that they're all in working order? Because <laughs> we're going to need him. Clinton right now? Oh, man. Do we know her whereabouts? Amazing. You know, you mentioned uh, the money he spent on keeping the uh, Senate for the Democrats and all of that. You know, this was the first time in history that every Senate incumbent won. (laughs) Every single Senate incumbent. As much as we hate Congress and we can't stand these people and we want them out of office, we sure vote them right back in every single time. Do we? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's interesting how historic uh, these last two elections have been, and all these anomalies yep. that before uh, had never occurred. I know. Neat. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just food for thought. Yeah. So last night, Elon Musk tweeted out uh, "follow" and an emoji of a rabbit. <laughs> okay. Now that seems to be a reference to. Um, uh, follow the rabbit down the hole. Right. We're going down the rabbit hole right. here, kids. Here we go. Alice in Wonderland, yep. right? Yep. How is that anything to do with uh, with okay, you're QAnon? Not, you're not a leftist. 
Okay. And so when someone you don't like tweets something you don't understand. It has to do with QAnon? Then, no, it has to be the worst possible thing. Yeah, well, And true. of course, uh, yeah, um, the left has just lost their minds in QAnon and, and I guess a white rabbit. I have no idea, dude. I don't know. They say, uh, they tweeted out, so who is this? Caroline? Some doctor. Who somebody. Knows? Some leftist. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk is now explicitly encouraging his 120 million followers to start following QAnon. No, that's <laughs> not explicit. If I don't even understand the reference, right. that's not explicit. <laughs> Put differently, Elon Musk is encouraging his 120 million followers to join a domestic terrorism movement i have no idea man what nobody knows but QAnon's that, a domestic terrorism yeah well movement it, it, see this is just a sampling of what the left was doing last night on twitter in response <sighs> to this innocuous tweet and it's not even a white rabbit i'd like to point out it's like oh gray actually but anyway um it's just it's it's been absolute entertainment watching the left respond to everything elon musk types yeah, they, Meltdown. They melt down over everything. Everything he does. And, you know, what was it a year, year and a half, maybe two years ago, that he was their hero. He loved, they loved him. They loved everything about him. Super climate change guy to the point where he wants to leave this planet and start a new planet <laughs> elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he was the darling of the left. Now, one sentence, uh, vote Republican. And they hate his guts to the point where they're trying to drive him out of business. It's really something. Something to see. Uh, And the White House still talking about Elon Musk (laughs) and just how mean he is to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh, he's so mean. Here's what happened with KJP. uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci over the weekend calling for his prosecution. And then he shared uh, some other um, memes uh, about him and <laughs> suggested he lied about he's lying about the oh, no. origin of the coronavirus. <clears throat> what's what's your response? Uh, first of all, to specifically to the attacks on uh, Dr. Fauci, and second, uh-huh. uh, how is your view of Twitter as a sort of public <laughs> forum and a forum for yourself and for yeah. the president and many other officials here? How how are those views evolving? So look, we've been very clear about this. Uh, These attacks, these personal attacks uh, that we have been seeing are dangerous uh, uh, on Dr. Fauci and other public health professionals as well. (laughs) Uh, They are disgusting and they are divorced from uh, from reality. And uh, we will continue to call that out and be very clear uh, about that. Again, very these are clear. incredibly dangerous. These incredibly personal attacks dangerous. that we are seeing. Oh, shut uh, Dr. Fauci has oh. served under seven Republican and Democratic presidents. We cannot forget that. Uh, he has given, I'd like to forget he has it. given uh, his almost entire career to civil, to civil service to, sorry, uh, public ser- as a public servant. Mm-hmm. Uh, his work Dr. on infectious disease from HIV AIDS to COVID oh, has saved countless that. lives. Yeah. Oh, countless. And, uh, you know, sure. it's unfortunate. Fortunate that he has, uh, you oh. know, we we are fortunate, I should say, that he has devoted his career uh, and his <laughs> Let life. Let me see. Wait, I read that uh, wrong for a second. His exceptional talent we. to the America's uh, public Not health, he. to America's public health, and uh, that's what should be uh, discussed right now. That's what we should be thankful uh, to him about. Really? And again, these are incredibly and again, dangerous and should be called out. Incredibly dangerous. There. Call them out, boy. The, the sycophants uh, for Fauci are circling oh the wagon, man. God, circling the wagons right now. Jeez. In his defense. It's it's something to behold. Because you say something about him on Twitter that's incredibly dangerous? Wow. Yeah. Then about 
300 million of us are in grave danger right now because uh, a lot of bad things have been said about virtually everybody on Twitter. It's incredibly dangerous. Oh, yeah, I mean, the, the machine is scared right now. They're terrified of all of this information that Elon Musk has access to and what is potentially going to mm. come out now mm-hmm. um, about how yeah. they suppressed COVID information. The networks, of course, have covered the Twitter file dropped uh, zero minutes, grand total. Wow. And, I mean, this is, they want we this have to that go stat. away. Really? It's none? It's a it's fact. N- yeah. No coverage? Yeah, no coverage whatsoever. Wow. Correct. NBC, ABC, CBS. That's crazy. That's just nuts. And we have uh, John Brennan, uh, former uh, Obama administration official. Um, he had some tweets. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're trying to defend uh, Fauci here uh, on Twitter, ironically enough. Against Elon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, good people in democracies. What does that have to do with us, John? Nothing. As you know, we're not a democracy. Good people in democracies need a more effective way to prevent attention-craving, emotionally immature, and highly devious individuals, especially those of means, from being socially, culturally, and politically destructive. <sighs> wow, me? are they protesting just a little bit too much right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, wrote, it, what Dr. Saying? Fauci is a national hero who will be remembered for generations to come for his innate goodness <laughs> and many contributions to public health. Despite your business success, you will be remembered most for fueling public hate and divisions. I guess that's to uh, Elon. Mm-hmm. You may have money, but you have no class. <laughs> so Elon tweeted out, yeah, your house is glass. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be throwing stones. Put that in That's your pipe. That's for sure. Yeah. John Brennan, you just need to please go away. Please. Uh, you've done enough damage, haven't you? When when will he decide he's done enough damage? Uh, he's the guy who said... Agonizing. Uh, what did he say uh, about terrorists? Uh, I don't know. Remember John Brennan yeah. says, what did he say? Yeah. Oh, you might have it in the old box I don't there? Know, maybe. Oh, come on. Ah, what have I On my travels, the city I have come to love most uh-huh. is Al-Quds. Al-Quds. Jerusalem. <laughs> where three great... The president's strategy this. is absolutely clear this. about the threat we face. Okay. Our enemy is not terrorism. <coughs> terrorism. Because terrorism is but a tactic. It's but a tactic. Our enemy is not terror. Terror. Because terror is a terror. state of mind. This is a state of mind. And as Americans, we refuse to live in fear. Mm-hmm. Nor do we describe our enemy as jihadists or Islamists, because oh. jihad is a holy struggle, oh. a legitimate tenet of Islam, meaning to purify oneself oh, and one's community. Gosh, darn it. And there is nothing holy or legitimate or Islamic about murdering innocent huh. men, women, uh-huh. and children. Okay. Okay. So ignore everything they ever said about why they're doing these things and what their motivation is. I'm going to assign a new motivation to it for them. Mm. Well, why don't we just do this? Why don't we just say what Elon Musk is doing? He's on a jihad to get to the truth, and then John Brennan will be okay with it. Yeah. It's a holy struggle from Elon. <sighs> be nice if that would work. Mm. That'd be nice. President uh, Biden announced also that he's bailing out a struggling union pension fund. We found this out, I think, last Thursday. Uh, $36 billion of taxpayer money. 
largest federal bailout of a pension fund ever. Central States Pension Fund, which provides benefits to Teamsters Union members in the trucking, warehouse, and construction industries, was projected to run out of money by 2025 due to rising inflation, weak stock markets, and a lack of active workers participating in the fund. Okay. That's good. They bailed them out. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry about it. The government will take care of it for you. Uh, You and I will, for sure. Biden plans to save the fund from insolvency by using money from his $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan, which even Democrat lawmakers admit caused the country's record high inflation. The announcement comes a week after Biden upset rail workers by not backing their strike. There you go. To fight for paid sick leave. There it is. Blowing his campaign commitment to become the most pro-union president in U.S. history. He wants to have it both ways, and uh, he's not going to be able to on this one. Just not going to be able to. Uh, they, they're, they're ruining the economy. They're ruining America's major cities. I told you, I think, the other day about uh, my, my daughter made this video. It's kind of a collage of the things she saw in Portland as she was driving back to the airport to fly back to Utah. So she uh, took this video and put it together. And uh, here's a look at what she saw in Portland. It's really impressive yeah. what the Democrats have done with this city. Yeah. Now, it's got music here that I don't think we can oh, play. Oh, yeah. we got yeah. to yeah, we gotta turn that down. But boy, it looks good, man. Nice little town there, Portland. Mm-hmm. And just the quick shots. Eh, she actually did. It's kind of a cool. When it's set to the music. Mm-hmm. So it's not quite as effective yeah. without the music. But there it is. I mean, look at that beautiful city. Wouldn't you want to live there? And these are all different shots, too, yeah. man. Yeah, they're all over the place. This is on the, I don't know how many miles it was to the airport, but... I mean, how do you even govern a town like that? I don't know. And how do you how do you allow that to happen? You just let it continue. And it is still continuing. It's getting worse by the day. And they're just sitting back and watching. Oh, yeah, there's another t- tent city. Isn't that great? Huh. I'm guessing that those homeless people don't pay property taxes. That would be my guess, yeah. Mm. I would guess that as well. Well. Something else. The day will come Mm. when property owners say, eh, you know what? I don't want to pay my taxes. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, look, Mm -hmm. all these freeloaders aren't paying. When's that day come? Yeah. I mean, we we actually surprisingly made it through as a society when when, uh, mortgage loan uh, forgiveness was happening. When, you know... Some people were still making payments. Others were like, nah, not gonna. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I just, we are every day becoming more and more <clears throat> lawless. Yep. It's fun. It is, it is fun. It's cool, man. It's great. Merry Christmas. Uh, let me tell you about thunderstorm air purifiers. Uh, with proven oxy technology, it quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and all kinds of things. It cleans the air. It doesn't just cover it up. Can with we, some nasty scent. Before tomorrow, when Jeffy sits in this chair, can we plug one in behind the chair there? Mm. You know, just mm-hmm. let it do its thing? I think we probably could. Yeah, we probably could. All right. Uh, and just get this air purified, because um, it it is nice to have the air cleansed instead of just perfumed. Thank you. Jeez, I ah, can't take it. Gross, man. Over 265 thunderstorms have been sold. Uh, so... These people can't be wrong, right? 
Never breathe dirty air again. There's no filters to buy. There's no filters to change. It's not a big complicated uh, system that you have to worry about how to f- how to take care of it mm-hmm. and and how to use it. You just you pop up the outlet, you plug it into the wall, you turn it on, and huh. you're done. Yeah. It's really awesome. It's something so simple a Keith could do it. Yeah, or me. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, I am not handy at all. <laughs> But I was able to master this. It was pretty amazing. Because, again, it's a two-step process. Pop up the outlet, plug it in. Well, three steps, and turn it on. <laughs> oh, you got to turn it on? You do have to turn oh, it on. Oh, now you tell me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. Have your wife do that part. Okay, sure. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. That's E-D-E-N. EdenPureDeals.com. Use the discount code PAT3, and you'll save $200. That's three Thunderstorm air purifiers to put wherever they're needed. For under $200, shipping is free. <laughs> My mouth's bleeding, Bert! My mouth's bleeding! Through those pedals! Through the... There they are! Bert! What do you know about that? Merry Christmas! Pat Gray. A lot, of it, a lot of people have been sending us a story that went uh, unnoticed a couple months ago <laughs> when it was posted at CNN.com. Oh, that's what, there's why it went unnoticed. Because nobody goes to <laughs> CNN.com Boy, we or take CNN. So many arrows for this audience. <laughs> <laughs> Our pets are part of the climate problem. Huh. Okay. These tips can help you minimize their carbon paw prints. <laughs> Isn't Aww, that adorable? I get it. That's really cute. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not a footprint. They don't have feet. It paws. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. Our four-legged friends don't drive gas-guzzling SUVs or use energy-sucking appliances, but that doesn't mean they don't have a climate impact. In fact, researchers have shown that uh, pets play a significant role in the climate crisis. But what do Barkley and Whiskers have to do with our warming planet? (laughs) Who's naming their cat Whiskers? Or Barkley. Barkley. It's the products we buy for them that need a closer look. Mm -hmm. Their meat-heavy diet is the biggest contributor to their carbon paw print, which requires an abundance of energy, land, and water to produce. And the production of pet food emits huge amounts of planet-warming gases. <laughs> it never ends, man. What if we just euthanize them all? Let's just put them all to sleep. Okay, so there's uh, something going along with this story that says that's what the WEF would just... Would just recommend to do? you do. Just, oh you know what, gosh. get rid of your pets. They, they, they take up too much. According to a 2017 study, feeding dogs and cats creates the equivalent of around 64 million tons of carbon dioxide in the U.S. each year. That's roughly the same impact as 13.6 million cars on the road. (laughs) And if our furry friends formed a separate country, it would rank fifth in global meat consumption behind China, the U.S., Brazil, and Russia. Hmm. Wow. Nation of animals. Yep. We got to get rid of them. So, what's a concern? Pet parent to do. Here's some ways you can minim- minimize oh, good. the Take environmental notes, y'all. impact. I can't wait to hear. There'll be a quiz later. Do an assessment of your pet's <laughs> diet. Cats are uh, carnivores, of course. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, dogs, on the other, other hand, are omnivores. They don't necessarily need to have meat every meal, okay. let alone sirloin steak. I'm not turning my dog into a vegetarian. Stop it. Insect-based f- pl- uh, pet foods. Oh, God. Insect-based pet foods. <laughs> Get out my face. <clears throat> can be nutritionally complete <laughs> and are starting to come onto the market around the world. They could also be a solution for some pets that have food allergies. <laughs> To traditional protein sources. Uh-huh. Oh, good. That is good, yeah. right? Yum. Mm-hmm. While items like toys, bowls, litter, poop bags, poop and leashes bags. are often necessary for your pet, looking at their durability, supply chains, and whether they can be recycled is equally important uh, <laughs> as the product itself. For cats, okay. seek the most environmentally friendly litter option <laughs> that your feline will accept, uh, such as ones made from organic uh, materials rather than clay. Go to PetSmart and have that conversation. Uh, Look, I love my whiskers here, but also love Mama Earth. Mm-hmm. And okay. I'm looking for something super environmentally friendly. And then, like the the teenager working there would be like, um, well, this is on sale. <laughs> I mean, come on, stop. For dogs, choose biodegradable poop bags and always pick it up, no matter where you are. Okay. Uh, they also recommend flushing pet poop straight down oh, the toilet. Okay. All right. A-, a line too far. Stop. Like, I'm going to pick it up, walk it to the toilet. You're going to take it inside? No, thank you. Mm-mm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Nobody's going to do that. These people are insane. The general rule is that Larger pets will have a larger climate impact than smaller ones, primarily because they need more food. Mm -hmm. So, you might consider smaller breeds or species if you're aiming to minimize your impact on the planet. A chihuahua's carbon paw print will be much smaller than a St. Bernard, for example. Oh, okay. Thanks for doing the math uh, for that there, CNN. Small rodents and birds are great options, too. Snakes, turtles, and reptiles can have a really low impact, too, for those that are into it. So, trade in your best friend mm-hmm. for a, a what was it a snake a rodent a or turtle a, no reptile sure nah, i'm not gonna do bird that. appreciate the advice. you're not gonna do that no oh well i'm just um, and then the wef put him to put him to sleep and we won't have to bother with it hmm. yeah all right Boy, it's a good uh, idea. Yeah, you flip through this uh, this book that uh, Mary Beth sent us. Uh, all the cute animals. I mean, I can't. Can you imagine trading in these faces oh, for look for that. rodents or snakes <laughs> or lizards? No, I don't think so. Nope. Aww. Cute little pups. Adorable. I mean, this is this world is insane, mm-hmm. and it gets crazier and crazier by the hour. U.S. scientists too are making a major breakthrough in limitless zero carbon fusion energy according to a new report uh scientists at a california library a library laboratory uh have reportedly made a monumental breakthrough in harnessing the power of fusion the scientists working at lawrence livermore national laboratory recently uh, achieved a net energy gain in a fusion reactor Hmm. According to the Financial Times, citing three people with knowledge of the experiment. Hmm. This sends me back to the Pons <laughs> Fleischmann days yeah. in 1989 yeah. at the University of Godless Animals. Oh, the liars? Uh-huh. When, when they lied and said that... Uh, yeah, that they... Did they had, something? They had performed cold fusion? Yeah, cold fusion. Mm-hmm. Scientists have been struggling since the 1950s to harness the fusion reaction that powers the sun. Yeah, that's... It's hard. 
Uh, but no group has been able to produce more energy from the reaction than it consumes. Well, except for Pons and Flashman uh, at the University of Utah. Though developing fusion power stations at scale is still decades away, the breakthrough has significant implications as the world seeks to wean itself of fossil fuels, which oil and gas aren't. Um <laughs> Fusion reactions emit zero carbon and don't produce any long-lasting radioactive waste. Per the times, a small cup of hydrogen fuel could potentially power a house for hundreds of years. Nice. If we could just get there, I mean, it would stop all this BS about climate change. So, And I, that's why I think they don't really want to do it. <laughs> they really don't want that to happen. So that's exciting, right? It is exciting. Um, yep. Hmm. The minute somebody comes up with a cold fusion process that actually works, well, then then the world is completely changed. Completely changed. And we don't have to hear this nonsense anymore about oil, about gas, about climate change, about how we're killing the planet. None of that stuff. About feeding insects to you and your pets. Yeah, asinine. It's just all (laughs) so ridiculous. I'd like to see where this goes. Yeah, Uh, be fascinating to to watch it unfold maybe maybe it'll be the last we ever hear of it i don't know because that happens too sometimes that's a great point Mm. we might be sitting around five years from now hey whatever happened remember that story yeah what happened to that guy where is he what's that laboratory what was it called again you remember we talked about it on the show about where they they did the the fusion deal i just watched the movie tucker have you ever seen that? Is it a documentary? No. <laughs> no, it's one of the few things I've watched that, yeah. that isn't okay. a documentary lately. No, but I'm not familiar. It stars Jeff Bridges from 19... I think it came, it came out in 1988, and it was about uh, Preston Tucker, who invented the Tucker automobile. And it oh. had thing, he had things like disc brakes and, uh, and windshields that are shatterproof. And I think he came up with power steering and... And there was oh, uh, fuel injection. All nineteen forties. He invented all of that stuff. Oh no! Put it into the car, and of course the big three shut. I was about him to say down. Detroit found him. Detroit found him and made his life miserable. And it, they put an end to it with their connections in Washington D.C. And so he got prosecuted at the end. He he had to what? go to trial. Proved himself innocent of any any fraud uh but they made it so difficult on him like he you know they had all these standards okay if you if you get this plant because he had to get this massive plant that had been abandoned after the war because we weren't producing anything in mm-hmm. it anymore so they needed to give it to somebody they gave it to him but they gave him all these restrictions on what he had to do to keep it and it was you know producing untold amounts of car cars in a very short amount of time that was impossible Especially then. And so, eventually, right. uh, they shut him down. At, at some point, you just have to throw up your hands and say, you know what? Screw it. Society doesn't deserve my invention at this point. Yeah, I mean, right. granted, it would have made his life a lot better uh, had and he been allowed to be successful. All of our lives. All of our lives would have been better. That, so that's different than the documentary that everybody tells me about and I've never seen, um, Who Killed the Electric Car? That's going to be a different uh, person mm. that, that, that Detroit went after, huh? Yeah, because uh, this I think the electric car was, was not electric. The, maybe the '80s or something like that. Really? And interesting. I, I know that there is a substantial amount of this audience listening right now who should are watch very that. familiar with that, and I should find it. Um, 
Yeah. But, uh, who killed the electric car? Hmm. Anyway. But that's uh, what happens. That's what happens. Be- because you're threatening other people's, you know, uh, monopoly. Yeah. And so many times it's big business in bed with the government. Keeping right. this stuff from happening. Right. So many times. In that case, it was Detroit in bed with Washington. Mm-hmm. And who knows? I mean, have there been cancer cures that have been shut down? Because oh there's way gosh. too much money to be made in the treatment of cancer. So if that ever goes away, then what do you do? Uh, how many things are there like that? I mean, then you stop and you think of loved ones that you've lost to cancer. And yep. if someone was holding back a cure, yeah. oh, give me five minutes alone with them. In a I room. know. I know. But that kind of stuff goes on. It, it, it's, it's not you know shadowy conspiracy either it's out there in the light everybody knows everybody knows it happens and has happened multiple times not just to tucker but many times to many people uh they just don't want to hear it it, it the one of the lines in the movie was um uh hey did he get everything he promised and the guy said uh nobody he's done enough uh to um to make us spend billions in order to just keep up so they don't want to. They don't want to do to have to do any of these innovations when they don't have them. And that's sad because you think of how you know, five five thousand year leap is a great book that everyone must read. Mm-hmm. You think of how much progress we have made just in such a short time. Yeah. But then you hear something like that and you think, oh my gosh, we could have actually even been further down the road of right. amazing technology if we had just let people be. I mean right. that that's the whole premise of Atlas Shrug right there mm. is keeping. Something that can help society, keeping it from from getting out, yeah, and and making right. sure you shut down <clears throat> the creators. Any kind of innovation at all. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray unleashed. Got some tweets here. Uh, caffeinated Texan tweets. Must KJP start every friggin' sentence with, look, we've been very clear. <laughs> Gosh. Really? Yes, it is annoying. Really annoying. Uh, and you know she's lying. Every time she says, look. Yep. And she does start almost every sentence with that. So you know she's lying you gotta virtually every time. You got to that Democrat administration uh, condescension factor baked in. Yeah. Yep. Look, we've been clear. Yeah. Shut you up. people just can't apparently get it, despite the fact that we've been very clear. <laughs> Mike D. Whitey, uh, the left is clutching their Fauci like never before. They do not want him looked into in any way. Mm-mm. Adrian says, if you believe animal farts will destroy the planet, then you're certifiably insane. <laughs> yeah. Squatching Duck, the WEF recently watched Old Yeller. And really liked what they saw. Oh, too soon. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, Oh, Oh, man. Uh, White Mike, the shark scientist, goes goblin mode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The country is forgiving current lawbreakers and making criminals out of the current law followers. There you go. (laughs) That sounds like a healthy way to run a society, right? Oh, sure. Hmm. Yeah. The opposite. Uh, society. It, it sounds like a great way to get that going. Uh, yesterday, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan was asked a simple question. How many people are crossing the border who you have no idea who they are? Hmm. 
And here's his wonderful response. Okay. You have any sense of how many people are coming across that they have that there is no visibility on? How many people are crossing that you have no idea who they are? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not sure I understand the question. How many people crossing the border um, that the U.S. government has no idea? Um, All of estimates them. of how many people Beep. crossing aren't giving their name, aren't giving IDs, aren't uh. able to verify who they are. So we do have estimates of how many encounters there are at the border on a daily basis. We have processes and procedures in place to identify those individuals, to process them in an orderly fashion, and then to do what is appropriate based on that processing. And we have believed that that system uh, is a system that does an effective job of being able to determine who is coming across the border and what the right way to really? deal with their case is. Ooh, I'm convinced. <laughs> the hell was that? Uh, uh, they have no idea, no idea who these people are. They're at the complete mercy of the people telling them. And they don't care. Yeah, I'm Bob Smith. Okay, Bob Smith. Uh, here's your court date. Okay. You'll show up, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. You pinky promise? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Which way to Martha's Vineyard? <laughs> <laughs> and it was another uh, great day for the decrepit Joe Biden. Oh, God. <clears throat> man, oh, man. He's not good. Uh, here he is getting lost on stage again. Has to be let out by a little girl. <laughs> That's always good. There she is. Now, have you Come ever this watched way. this? Now, watch this. Have you ever seen him walk this fast, Pat? If a little girl, a preteen girl, is is leading him away, watch this. Uh-huh. Have you ever watched it? He's never looked that confident in a stride <laughs> ever. <laughs> that is amazing. But he was lost again. Yeah. He doesn't, he has no idea where to go, what to do when the thing ends. Mm-hmm. So weird. <gasps> oh, okay. There's a little girl. She's going to help me. Uh, yeah. I mean, I. And maybe that's the key. Maybe they, and I mean, I hate to put the little girl in this position, but maybe you always have a little girl somewhere off stage and he will. Hi. Get right on over there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Also, our vice president yesterday. Mm. Brilliant. I don't know. She was swearing in a mayor. Does that happen? Is she is the wow. vice president's job to swear in the mayor of D.C. or something? Weird. I don't know. Very weird. Let me see here. But I, watch, uh, watch okay. her reaction. She swears in the, the mayor and then and then just starts cackling. According to my best ability, Madam Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about? <laughs> <laughs> This is LA. And this cuts off too soon, but she she continues to cackle after that. <laughs> yeah. I it's so bizarre. What are you laughing about? You swore in a mayor. Is that funny? Since when is that funny? She is such an awkward human being. So weird. Yeah, that was Karen Bass. <laughs> the Los Angeles what? mayor. How's that funny? I was just telling I, uh, you that she was swearing yeah. in the mayor of Los Angeles. <laughs> I mean, I don't get it. I don't either. She is the most socially awkward human she being. She is. Yeah, she really is. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a that's it's that's for no reason out of nowhere. You just start that weird witch's cackle. Why? <laughs> so, so, somebody should should make a horror <laughs> flick, and in the background, you know, like at a scary moment, scary mm-hmm. scene, you just kind of slip in 
Kamala cackle somewhere yeah, in the background. That would be great. Instead of smile, it's cackle. <laughs> Starring the vice president of the United States. As soon as somebody starts cackling, you're going to be killed. Oh, no. Oh, oh, this is a good. All right. Somebody work on that. Somebody make a little short film for YouTube. Cackle. Somebody sent us this from Australia. Uh, they've got a surcharge on drinks now because they're cold. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, they will find an excuse for anything. Surcharge to- for cold drink. 20 cents for under one and a half liters. No idea how much that is. It could yeah. be, you know, an ounce. It could be 7,000 gallons. I don't know. Mm. 50 cents for above one and a half liters. So, you're you're charging them for refrigeration, I guess? I guess. I, that's what people were asking. Like, what is this all about? Do we have what? a sign? There it is. See? Boy, that, that's a pleasant sign there. Screw you. That Ugh. is bizarre. I mean, that is... What is happening to Australia? Oh, oh you ain't seen mm. nothing yet, my friend. Really? Oh, oh, oh. wait. Huh. To, okay, when you're watching this clip here, this news clip, just <clears throat> keep in mind, this is Australia, not China. I tell you, Australia is the sandbox for the WEF on what they want to do to Western society. Hmm. Watch this. Ugh. A radical plan to crack down on social media abuse is being considered by the federal government. For more, Nine's Oliver Haig joins us live in Adelaide. Ollie, how will it work? Lala, good morning. Essentially, it will work the same as a passport. Australians forced to submit 100 points of identification like their driver's licence or passport when using social media accounts like Facebook and Twitter. Now, police would have access to those social media accounts and it's all part of a crackdown on online abuse. Police will have access to your social media. Defamation suits or even criminal prosecution. And it's all part of a plan hoping to deter people from engaging in bad behaviour. Now, the recommendation were handed down by a federal parliamentary inquiry. They're reforms that are being considered by the Morrison government, with the chairman saying there is merit to remove to remove uh, the veil of being anonymous. Layla? Oh, there you go. Got to remove the veil of being anonymous. Well, I got news for you. Not everybody um, has that ability. I, I don't. That's a that's a big argument among a lot of people should you be anonymous online you know what you don't want to lose your job you probably need to express yourself by being anonymous online don't you think uh yeah and they're they're doing this point system yeah that like that, china is they're trying it out pat they're ju- it's just i mean God. it's a trial run pat come on i didn't realize they were doing the points system. the Pol- social points yeah that's crazy. Police, Why would you follow them down that road? And access to your... My God, well, We followed China down the road explicitly. Fauci, that's what we have uncovered in this deposition. That I mean, 100%. China was doing masks, uh, doing right. lockdowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're doing it in America. And now you've got mm. this stuff here. I mean, look. Frightening. Yeah, if you're a politician or a celebrity... Mm. You know, you can get online and express yourself and maybe be ridiculed or praised or whatever. But if you're trying to hold down a job and mm-hmm. still express yourself as an American, yeah, you can be anonymous. Stop. God, wow, that is really creepy. It's terrifying where the West is headed and at a rapid pace. It just shows you, too, that when you've got these leftist leaders, they're, they're, just, they're just pulling <laughs> countries headlong into... Yeah. 
into socialism, communism. Mm-hmm. They they love it. That's what they're all about. They're not just a little bit progressive. No, these are communists. And they're taking us down that stinking road. Yeah, you've got to take uh, it, the West down. Look at Turdeau in Canada. <laughs> He's a perfect example of it right next door. Taking, taking Canada down that road to hell. And, of course, the linchpin mm. in taking down the West is the United States of America. Yep. And, boy, they've got their man in place in there, don't they? Oh, they do. Uh, all right. For years, you've heard me talk about iTarget Pro. And uh, if you have one, I'm about to take you to the next level on it. All right. Um, there is a new product from iTarget Pro. It's the iTarget Cube. It's amazing. If you've ever seen competitive shooters practice timing drills on the range, you can do this at home now, anytime you want, and never spend a dime on ammo. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing laser bullets. You buy one or upgrade to the three-pack for a truly unique training experience. You can compete with friends that way. You can practice clearing drills or use random mode to test your ability to react all while the system times every shot you take. Should show you the video so you can see exactly how much fun it is and and how it works. I need it's this really in my cool. life. Really impressive. Right now you can save ten percent plus get free shipping when you use the offer code Pat. When you go to iTargetPro.com, iTarget comes in most calibers from nine millimeter to two twenty three, so you can train with almost any firearm you have, including an AR fifteen. That's the letter I. Then TargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com offer code Pat. That's right. That's right. That's right. So a lot of requests have been coming in for how we should do the Friday show. Yeah. And obviously a lot of people want to hear uh, impersonations, uh, mm-hmm. Pat singing. Um, I wonder, would you be uh, willing to spend two hours hosting the show sounding like George Bailey? <laughs> Two hours of George Bailey time. hosting the show. I think that it were just a tad thin. You did? Okay. Yeah, I think it would. Can I get you in for a Maybe get, a get me in for or? 30 seconds or something? I will put a yeah. story in front of you on Friday <laughs> uh-huh. for you to read in the George Bailey voice. Okay. It'll be a Christmas story. Mm, all right. You'll love it. I'm sure. Train monkey. Did you see that another journalist died in Qatar? I just saw that. Yes. What is going on? Is this, you know, as we've suspected lately... Something to do with something that was injected into their body? Huh? Or is Qatar killing people because, I don't know, they don't like their lifestyle? Who knows? I don't know what's going on. I just know this is weird. I don't remember this ever happening anywhere before. That's for sure. But they announced Saturday that Al-Cast TV photojournalist Khalid Al-Mislam passed away recently. Hmm. The Qatari reporter died suddenly while covering the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 games. Uh, We believe in Allah's mercy and forgiveness for him and send our deepest condolences to his family. How and when Al-Mislam died remains unclear. Hmm. But the announcement of his death came on the same day that a security guard was left seriously injured after falling at the Lusail Stadium. 
An observer told The Guardian that the man fell from a significant height around 2 a.m. Saturday morning following Argentina's quarterfinal win over the Netherlands. The security guard, who reportedly is a migrant worker, is said to have plunged from the top outside concourse to the ground. Oof, bet that was a long fall. <clears throat> and I'm sure nobody pushed him. So wait that a kind of stuff just doesn't happen. Wait a minute. So mm-hmm. you've got a security guard dying story. You've got the photojournalist story uh, guy dying. We have Grant Wall from the Grant other day. Wall. And as I was Googling trying to figure out the photojournalist, I stumbled on this story um, from earlier in the World Cup. Uh, a technical director, Roger Pierce. Yeah. Um, oh. Embarking on his eighth World Cup has passed <clears throat> away. What? Yeah. Another one? Yeah. So that's four. Yeah. Roger and his... Well, if you team. include the security guard who died. Yeah. Uh, but that was kind of a different thing because... Sure. Yeah. It was gravity that killed him. Right. I'm trying to see if... Trying to see how it does it, it doesn't say how he died. Does it say suddenly? Yeah. Because usually they're yeah. not. If it says suddenly, they're not sick. <clears throat> I don't see how Roger really Pierce weird. died. Mm. But I mean, okay. it's weird, right? So weird. That's a bunch of people for no apparent reason. I don't know what's going on, but uh, I mean. It just goes to show, why do they have the games in the first place? They shouldn't have gotten the World Cup in the first place. There are so many places in the world. Maybe you wanted some some places never hosted or whatever. Fine. Find somebody else. Somebody who doesn't, you know, have an oppressive regime. Or take bribes. Or take bribes. I'm sure there's a clean, white, driven snow country out there that would never... Just like the Olympic Committee. Right. You know, somebody's getting very, very rich every time this happens. And mm-hmm. I'm sure Qatar threw tons of oil money at yeah. uh, at the committee that decides this stuff. Uh, it's just too bad, though, because, I mean, now look at this. I don't know that anything, you know, uh, nefarious is going on, but it sure seems bizarre. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this guy, <clears throat> like you said... Khalid al-Islam died mm-hmm. suddenly. I mean, mm-hmm. that's all the reports. <laughs> yeah. Good name for a documentary, by the way. Died suddenly. Died suddenly. Yeah. Uh, all the reports are saying that. I was surprised this morning when I saw TMZ use that phrasing. Well, that's died how it's suddenly. being reported. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Grant Wall died right when he was yeah. sitting in his chair. Suddenly. Suddenly. He died suddenly. And, yeah, this just says, not widely uh-huh. reported worldwide at the time, ITV Sports Technical Director Roger Pierce had passed away at the start of the quadrennial competition in November. Weird. Wow. Okay. So even before the games got going, that guy died. Is, well, that, is when, that what you're saying? I think right as they started. Because okay. let's see. U.S. player. Dang. Yeah, it's like almost the first day. November 21st, it started right around there. Mm. Uh, in addition to uh, social media policing, uh, like that video from Australia, the digital dollar is coming at us pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long is this Jordan Peterson Yeah, we got to wait on this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we don't have it. We'll we'll get to it on the other side here. Mm -hmm. But this uh, cashless society is coming at us like a freaking freight train. Uh, As we look ahead to 2023, Pat, this terrifies me more than anything I can see right now. The light that you see at the end of that tunnel is a train. A digital train. A digital train. (laughs) Move off the tracks. Uh, All right. Crazy. So many things have taken us straight to crazy town lately 
it's hard to decide what exactly to focus on and fight. So many things coming uh, coming at us all at once so right true. now. So true. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. Pat Gray unleashed. Welcome. It's Pat Graham Leashed. Got some tweets here to start out the hour. The right meme tweets. The minute someone comes up with free energy, they'll have a run-in with the Clintons. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fact. Yeah, that list is getting long. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it lately, but it's it's lengthy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 A lot of coincidence around the Clintons. A lot of dying coincidences. So... Yeah, that they may be the only thing that's more prolific at killing uh-huh. than the COVID vaccine. <laughs> the, Cl- the Clintons. <laughs> that, of course, is a Keith Maladak joke, YouTube. That's all. That was just funning with you. No. And I know that's not something you joke about. No. We're going to scold him later. I'm completely serious. Yeah, we're going to scold you later, Keith, because okay. I know you're kidding. Off air. Yeah. You want to be professional yes. about it. Right. Yes. Okay. I don't want to do it in front of company. That would be that would be wrong. Uh, Jimmy Dimples tweets, Glad I visited Australia back in 2006. Candy bars in the supermarket cost a buck and a half back then. I don't want to think about what the not-melted surcharge is. <laughs> I like it. Nice. Uh, from Eric the Great White Shark, is Australia close to tipping over and uh, capsizing? Hmm. Uh, Chris Grayina just thought about uh, Australia and what's going on with the police policing social media. It reminds me of Demolition Man uh, being fined credits for bad language. Yeah, it feels like we need to go huh. back and rewatch Watch that. some of these uh, these dystopian sci-fi movies. dystopian flicks from the yeah. 80s. Yes, I think so too. Because huh. uh, we're living them now. Hmm. Uh, Feckless Mike White tweets. Kamala finds glass ceilings being broken. Funny, apparently. I will admit, I'm shocked LA hasn't elected a female mayor before. Although, she's not trans. Oh. So, she's not going to cut it next election. (laughs) (laughs) Going to have to update that resume. Ape Lincoln tweets, Have authorities looked into the possibility that these reports are, that these reporters are dying as a result of having to cover soccer? (laughs) That's a fair point. (laughs) Yeah, we should have, we should have considered that eventuality immediately. Mm -hmm. Uh, It very well might be. (laughs) Uh, Hey, we'd like to also thank uh, uh, Pathead, Mr. Sean's, for sending us a cornhole game. I don't know why he did that. I guess we were talking about cornhole. Cool. So he thought, oh, I'm going to show him how wonderful a sport cornhole is. I'm going to take Martin there to it school is. on that later. Yeah. Oh, All right. Yeah. Oh, I that's wish. awesome. A lot of skill involved in cornhole. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. So. Well, remember you had the controversy because of such high stakes that, that what were they boiling the bag? What were they doing? Freezing they were, like, them? Boiling them? Like, oh, yeah, them yeah. Like they were doing something with the bags. Yeah. It was like the uh, the inflate gate situation, the right? Deflate gate. Yeah. So, deflate. So, so should I put these in a freezer? For the rest of the show, and then when see what Martin happens. Play if later. You're yeah. trying to cheat, yeah. Oh, I just want to win. 
Okay, uh, thank you so much, Mr. Sean. So we love distractions around Speaking here. of freezing, apparently we've got some cold weather uh, coming our way. And mm. this is interesting because the European model predicted it. <laughs> and now all, I think, all, pretty much all the models are saying. I, I don't know how many models are <clears throat> predicting I, it. Now. I know that for Texas, for Dallas, yeah. our forecast for the next 10 days is for cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying. After today. I, I'm seeing that uh, a lot more. And remember, Joe Bastardi, hats off to you. Always ahead of the curve on predicting weather, weatherbell.com. He pointed this out, and now it's becoming more of an accepted, yeah, yeah, we're about to get blasted by cold air. In fact, uh, well, well, Bastardi said that, hey, if you live in Texas, everything is starting to look like the years 1983, 1989. I know I had relatives that had frozen pipes in 1989. I wasn't here. (laughs) In 2021. Now, I think we all oh, remember really? 2021. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, that's what it's starting to feel like around Christmas. Really? Then I was reading this Weather wow. Guys like blog or something down in Houston who said, it's starting to look like a distinct possibility that we'll have single digits on Christmas morning. In, I, in Houston? In Houston. Oh, wow. Now that, if it's single digits in Houston, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that'd be about 10 below that's, here. Yeah, that's epic. That, Wow. Wow. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. I mean, are they thinking snow, too? That would be fun. That would be a nice little yeah. topping on the cake. They're starting to... At, at first, they weren't putting that in the forecast. Now, you're starting to see snow creep into the forecast. Uh, That's exciting. Long about a week from tomorrow. What I was saw. the year it snowed on Christmas here in Dallas when we were here? 2012. 2012. 2012, it turned like For right the first, at, it was like the first time they've right. ever had in recorded history snow on Christmas in y- Dallas. And you recall, it stormed Christmas <laughs> Eve really yep. badly. Yep. And it rained, and then like right at noon on Christmas Day, it changed over to snow. Yeah. And there was, was a fun. lot of snow too, man. That was really fun. fun. Yeah. That was great. Gosh, it's been 10 years already. Time flies. God, it's crazy. Mm hmm. So I'm looking forward to it. I need some cold air in my life. Yes. And uh, just be safe we've and had, get prepared. We've had 70s for a while now, upper 60s, 70s. And today, I think mid-60s or something. And then tomorrow, it's back into the 50s. And then I think we've got 40s coming. Yeah, if you, if you watch the Dallas forecast for the next you know 10 days, it's like a staircase. It just keeps getting colder and colder and colder. <laughs> I love now, it. Now, we're in Texas. And we're mm-hmm. talking about what's coming to Texas. Just understand, if you're above Texas and listening to this show, which most of you are. You're probably already in the cold. You're already in the cold, mm-hmm. and this cold blast uh, from the north has to go through you first, and it's going to be even <laughs> worse for you. Yeah, so. Please get prepared. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Have some extra you know, food on hand. Again, My Patriot Supply. This is not a commercial right, for right. My Patriot Supply. It's just a really good safety tip. Oh, you know what? ERCOT. Are you listening? It's going to get oh, cold. Jeez. So maybe do something <laughs> with you, the knobs and right, get, I buttons mean, and stuff do so you don't right it up. Now. <laughs> Remember in 2021, I don't know, where we we had to push buttons that were frozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe you take some precautions or something. I don't yeah. know. They did some dumbass things yeah. uh, here's, that really screwed up the state. Here's what you do. Right now, you get your interns or your mm-hmm. like low-level folks. Yeah. You get them ready. Go uh-huh. go buy a lot of hair dryers. Okay. And just put them on standby to stand next to the turbines or whatever the hell you're depending on when it gets down to 10 below. Right. Let's 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 get ready for this, guys. Okay. And uh, to get ready for buying or selling your home, you need a realtor. A uh, really good one from Real Estate Agents I Trust. This is Glenn's company. He started this 
he started this thing because uh, he had such a bad experience. We've talked about it many times. Um, in Connecticut, he couldn't sell his home, and it went on for two and a half years or something. <clears throat> and then uh, sold his house for thirty nine ninety five. I hate that for him. It. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Especially when you pay considerably more for it, and you wind up getting thirty nine ninety five. Yeah, it feels like he it. took a took a loss on that. Yeah, it does feel that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if he paid anything over thirty nine ninety five, yeah, he is, is took that a how, loss. Is that how math works? <laughs> he took a loss, <laughs> and he didn't want the same thing to happen to you, and that's why he created these uh, real estate agents I trust, and it's just a network of really great realtors, the best in every market, and so these are people who know what buyers are looking for. They know how to sell your home and get the most out of it. They know how to, you know, get the most out of your money for the home you're buying. So, especially if you're doing both because you're relocating, you need great realtors. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, Perhaps. means a little bit more. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, by the way, today is the last day we can guarantee delivery at Kexi.com. So, by Christmas, I mean. Mm-hmm. So, if you want the cookies by Christmas, the peppermint York cookie with the York peppermint patty bar inside the, the cookie, mm. the Grinch with the Hershey's chocolate See, that's the one I got bar. my eye on. Mm. The, if you, so good. If you make a cookie that's filled with something... Uh-huh. Yeah, that's and, my that's my weak point right there. And we do. They're you virtually do. all filled with something. Um, my wife uh, baked these ginger. I mean, she's been there till like seven o'clock at night, seven mm. in the morning till seven o'clock at night doing this stuff. So uh, she's got this delicious new gingerbread. Mm. I think there's still some, but usually that sells out really fast. So it may have sold out already. But the cookies to guarantee delivery by Christmas. Get them now at kexi.com. K-E-K-S-I dot com. Now, that doesn't mean they won't come by Christmas if you order tomorrow. It's just the last day we can guarantee It's risky. Yeah, it is. They may or they may not. I think they probably will, but you never know. You have nobody to blame but yourself. Exactly right, because I said it. All right. Uh, Jamel Hill's new book has (laughs) sold just so many copies. Oh, my goodness. She sold more copies than there are people in this room. In fact, in this room and that one combined. Really? Yeah. So that's over, what, four? At least that many. Over four copies of books were sold by Jamel Hill. Congratulations. All right. Woo! This is so pathetic. For a national figure, supposedly, like Jamel Hill. Yeah. You know, she's been on, what, ESPN? I don't know where she is now. Is that what she's still doing? Yeah, and, and this article here she from Outkick, sucks. Uh, from Bobby <clears throat> Burak, he points out that, you know, <clears throat> this just shows that liberals, you know, they may have a huge following online. Yeah. But that doesn't translate into real world success. That's true. One and a half million yeah, followers, really I think she has. And how many oh, copies wow. you sell? 5,034. <laughs> What's a someone uh, do the math? That's wow. that's way over Keith's head. I will say this: that doesn't cover uh, what they gave her up front. Oh my gosh! No way. Yeah, what do you think she made on that? Uh, we should look that up. I'm it might say it. somewhere. 
Um, what, what percentage of her followers bought that book? But Martin? I could have told whoever it was, Simon and Schuster, or whoever you know represents her and distributes her book. Uh, nobody's going to buy it. Should have come to me. You should have asked, but they didn't. <laughs> what, what's the uh, what's the verbiage I'm looking for <clears throat> uh, up front? Uh, 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 yeah, the signing uh, bonus. Uh, no, uh, no, you know what I mean. It's, no, it's the <laughs> help us signing. No, you don't know either. Niner. Like advance, pay. advance, advance, advance. Thank yeah, you, thank you. I'll, I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> like advance, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's just that. <laughs> like it's whatever. Just that easy. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna play that, isn't that he? Complicated <laughs> word we couldn't come up with. Yeah. Advance, yes, her advance. <clears throat> A million? I don't know yet. <laughs> Two million. I, I again. <laughs> still you the don't same know answer. Yet. Is that wow? Still wow. the same uh. answer. Okay. Uh, She told Deadspin that she hoped the memoir would propel her to a, quote, a best-selling author, unquote, a feat she was confident she'd reach. (laughs) Uh, Nope. Yet the book hasn't come close to reaching that status. Uh, It's called Uphill. Get it? Because her name is Jamel Hill. Oh, I got it. And it's Uphill. I see. Has sold just 5,034 copies. Si- oh, my gosh. It's been out since October 25th. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, so this my is, gosh. This is two months. I thought of- this was the debut week. <laughs> Dang, dude. That's bad. Wow. It peaked at 2,961 on the Amazon chart. <laughs> so she's not a bestseller, but she is the 2,961st best seller in the world how exciting is that no you got to read that quote there about uh oh. what 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 realm is she in i love this line from uh burak on this uh about the cookbooks and stuff a pill it's right next to the little ink there oh uh this line from the book the sales for the memoir are on par with self-published cookbooks Self- from aspiring authors who write as a side hustle and hill is a seasoned <laughs> full-time journalist that's great. self-published cookbooks wow side hustle that's Child the league she's in with oh man i have no idea what what she got what, the paid advance of, maybe she didn't get an advance sometimes you know i mean i think it's her first book but maybe she's so confident she's like i don't need an advance right i'm gonna be a best-selling author I'll just take it all in the backside. <laughs> all right you do that uh and this is cool viking era ship was discovered in near perfect condition at the bottom of norway's biggest lake i love this stuff researchers found a downed ship believed to be from between the 1300s to the 1800s. Well, that's a pretty, it's a pretty wide spread there. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. 500 years. Wait, there were Viking ships in the 1800s? Uh, mm, yeah, I don't. Huh? Uh, I don't think so. That's cool stuff, though. Look at that. Man. Somehow, despite the passage of time, the craft managed to stay in almost perfect condition. Huh. This discovery was made by uh, while the Norwegian Defense Research Establishment was leading a mission that inspected parts of the lake as it is a source of water for about 100,000 residents. Mm. Officials say it appears the ship was built using a Norse technique, which was common during the Viking Age. Look at that! That's really cool. Yeah. That's cool. Speaking of Norway, have you watched uh, uh, Troll? 
No, I'm not going to watch <laughs> the freaking movie Troll. <laughs> I just I just broke down the other night and watched it. Okay, look. And nobody else was home. Look, I thought, ah, I'll watch Troll. Long about day 13 of my Christmas vacation. <laughs> yeah. Check in with me. Yes, Have I know. you then watched you want, Troll yet? And the answer will be yes, oh, twice. <laughs> tw- maybe three times. I, I, I might. I might. Just so we can have fun mocking it together. Um, Norway, you might want to leave the movie making to Hollywood. I don't think you're quite there yet. All right? Is it bad? Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, Is it? it's kind of stupid. Really? Yeah. That's really. too bad. It's. I mean, it's fun. But, you know, it's Norwegian. It's overdubbed in English. Oh, no. And and the people are so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> You've got this 500-foot troll walking around, and people are calling it a troll. And so the people around them, you know, the scientists and the military people, okay. start mocking the ones who are calling it a troll. Are you looking at the monitor there? It's a 500-foot monster. What do you want to call it? Hold on a second. (laughs) Hold on. Okay. So the troll, the 500-foot being, right? Yeah. His goal is to... And just just a really quick summary here, if we could. Mm -hmm. He just wants to destroy things, right? Uh, Well, that's what you would think at first. I don't want to give away the Okay. So my point is... Mm -hmm. They're they're sitting there arguing. What should we call this freakish five hundred foot tall thing roaming around? Because people are calling it a troll, and that's from fairy tales. Okay. So how can you be so stupid to be uh, talking about a fairy tale creature? I don't know. It's right there. Can we? Okay. (laughs) Come on. This needs to be explored (laughs) because if this was a real world situation, Uh and I'm torn, I don't know the answer to this. Would our society be so? Stupid that we would waste time going, no, I think you should call it Tree Monster. Oh, yeah, I think you should call it a troll. How about we call it I'll Frank? Would. I don't care. Let's call it Bob. Yeah. Whatever it is, we need to just get There's a giant a Bob reaction walking to down this the thing. street. Uh, and it's smashing houses as it goes, killing people as it, as it moves because it's really big. Mm-hmm. And when it steps on you, it hurts a lot. Okay. So. Wow. Yeah, you might want to consider gotta watch, that. Now I got to watch Troll. <laughs> you got to watch it. I want to mock it. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's stupid, but fun. Okay. Uh, if you're a dog owner, uh, you know that taking care of your pet means more than just giving them food and water. You want the best for your dog. And that's where Rough Greens comes in. Uh, we've been talking about Rough Greens for a while. This changed my dog Belle's life uh, for the better. And she's much more active um, and much less, less lethargic. And I mean, she was so active when she was a puppy. She used to run at the speed of light around the around the yard. And then now it's like, eh, I'll make it there eventually. I'll get there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's not the highest priority for <laughs> no, her now. No, it's not. Mm. Until Rough Greens. Rough Greens reinvigorated her. So just try this with your dog and, and watch for the changes. It's great. Put back the vitamins and minerals, probiotics, antioxidants your dog needs and is not getting from the dry kibble stuff. Give it a try. Rough Greens doesn't want you to waste your money on this, um, so they're going to send you a free bag to get you started. Free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out for a couple of days. You just pay the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F, greens.com, or call 833-783-3364. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. I uh, got some tweets here. Eric White, Christmas, tweets, uh, Jill Biden outperformed Jabelle Hill in book sales. 
Mm, not so much. Yeah, at least we we reported this. Uh, it was months ago now. But do you remember what the first week of sales was for Jill Biden on her book, her biography? I know it was bad. Two hundred and fifty. Oh my! Period. Not two hundred and fifty thousand. Uh huh. Two hundred and fifty. And so this guy, this tweeter, is saying wow. that. Um, the Jill sold more than Jamel Hill, uh-huh. which, no. I mean, that's uh-uh. honestly, that's almost like uh, who's going to win the NFC South, where the first place team is currently that's six true. wins and seven losses. Yeah. Uh, does it matter? I mean, you're talking <laughs> people that are performing so poorly that it's not even <laughs> worth talking about. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be trying to be that bad at selling books to you be gotta Jill wish. Biden. How I wish I wouldn't have put that book out, because it's embarrassing. Yeah. That's yeah. 250 is embarrassing. Embarrassing. Martin could sell. Nobody knows who he is. Whoa. Wow. Uh, it's his people. Feels like a challenge. I mean, we know who he is. Write we, a book, We'd Martin. buy your book, Martin. I'd buy it. Oh, this audience would buy a Martin's book? Yeah, they would. It would sell more than it 250 would sell more than copies in a week. I for sure. promise. I put Guaranteed. 100 bucks down for that. If not, I'll buy <laughs> 250 of your books if you put it out. Because <laughs> you would sell more than 250 books. So so check this That's out. That's ridiculous. Um. Uh. I'm going to go back to this from Mary Beth. Uh-huh. The title of this book. Now, this is a challenge to the mm. audience, to the Pat Gray audience, okay? Mm. Remember this. It's a long book. This book is literally just pictures of cute animals that will make you feel better. Okay? That's the name of this book. Remember that. Uh-huh. I'm sure you can. Commit it to memory. This book is literally just okay. I looked it up. It is ranked the on Amazon uh, 13,179. Jamel yeah. Hill's book right now is ranked... Uh, 10,431. Oh Gosh! Now look. Wow. This is a perfect coffee table book. If let's you, see if we can get this let's higher get than this Jamel higher, Hills. I mean, and, and be yeah. proud of yourself. This is just cute animals. Who did Mary She's, Beth? Yeah, she. this was in that big box of, of stuff that she sent. I right? know. Well, did she do this or did somebody no, else? No, no, no. I think she just sent this. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think it says. All yeah. right. Yeah, so this is just because she knows I like cute animals, right? I mean, look mm-hmm. at this. Precious. This is a perfect coffee table book. It's not political. There's no words in it. White I baby mean, tiger. Just, I bet that's rare. If you have kids, Look you could just monkeys. sit there at bedtime and be like, yeah, elephant, baby elephant. Yeah, a little uh-huh. puppy dog, a little monkey grabbing your little face. Um, okay, that's not that cute. Um, let's get this above Jamel Hill. Please. So yeah. it's it's called, this book is literally just pictures of cute animals okay. that will make you feel better. I like it. Let's get it into the, I don't know, I'm gonna be four mo- digits. I'm going to be monitoring that all day. See if we can get it into Amazon. the four digits. You got to buy it from Amazon, though. I'm sorry to say. Mm-hmm. You want to count the ranking. How much does it cost? Any idea? Uh, oh, that's a great question. It's probably fairly cheap. Let's see here. Uh, Ape Lincoln tweets, Jamel Hill <laughs> is cut out for the view. Toxic as feck. <laughs> yes, that's true. Fourteen ninety five. Fourteen fifteen bucks yeah. for that thing? I mean, but it's all right. a coffee well, table. I mean, yeah, it's oh, good. Sorry. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Maybe maybe it'll get above it. I don't know. Uh Publius <laughs> tweets, uh, there's so much global warming that the earth has decided that it needs to correct the problem all by itself. You know what that that's what the earth does. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. <clears throat> Yeah, and and don't forget that's what the Earth does. Um, I, I think I mentioned it yesterday, right? CNN has the story that oh my gosh, 
they're having to use snow machines. I can't remember if we talked about this or if I just tweeted this out. They have to make sn- they have to make snow in the Rockies right now. That's how bad global warming or climate change is. And I and I said, no, 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 no. Give it a week, and they're gonna say climate change is why there's so much snow in the Rocky Mountains. I am waiting for that story because it's, it's gonna up happen already. Yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yep. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Pat unleashed. On Twitter, we got Hillary Kennedy, who'll be in here uh, in just minutes. Recap the UFC fights uh, for us over the weekend and, and more coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. We are joined now by Hillary Kennedy of the Four Minute Buzz. Welcome, Hillary. Thank you for having me back in. Uh, apparently, there was a another UFC event over the weekend. There was. This was UFC 282 in Las Vegas. I'm going to be completely honest. I only watched one fight this time because oh. it was kind of a crazy weekend. Oh, okay. But it wasn't like you were disinterested. No, it was one of those weekends where it was just all the Christmas activities mm-hmm. and kids' birthday parties and a memorial service. So it was just mm-hmm. kind of a lot of things. So I was really mm-hmm. tired by the time UFC rolled around. So I, but this fight I think is the one that everybody's talking about. So I wanted to talk about this one. Patty Pimlet. He's known as Patty the Batty. He's from Liverpool, England, and people are sort of hailing him as the next Conor McGregor. Mm. So he fought a guy named Jared Gordon, and this fight was a big deal because this was Patty's pay-per-view debut. Oh, wow. Oh. Pay-per-view debut, yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Do, how do they delineate which ones are on just regular, like, ESPN or whatever? The one, like, this I think was, all the numbered UFC yes. fights Oh, so the big ones every month? Okay, yes. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, this was a big deal. He fought uh, Jared Gordon, who's a great fighter, and they were very evenly matched. This was a great fight as far as, you know, they, it wasn't just a clear winner, so you were kind of trying to figure out the whole time who was going to win. Mm. Gordon was a really smart fighter. He did a lot of mixing it up. He was striking, grappling, all that. But in the end, it went to decision, and the judges chose Patty as the winner. And most of us watching thought for sure Gordon was the winner. Oh, no. Really? Is he now the Tom Brady of UFC? Yes. So it's caused a lot of controversy. Mm. And many people are saying it is because Patty Pimblett is kind of larger than life, just like Conor McGregor. He's got a huge personality. He's young. He's charismatic. Mm-hmm. He'll say anything. He's mm-hmm. kind of like, I'll fight anybody anywhere kind of guy. <laughs> and so Dana White likes those personalities. Those are the ones that bring the eyeballs. They make a lot of money. And so a lot of people are kind of crying that... You think it was fixed? That Patty... Mm-hmm. Do you? Pe- pe- it's tough because <laughs> I like Patty Pimbla. I, I mean, again, he's got that same sort of Conor McGregor personality. And I like those kinds of fighters because I feel like they're very well rounded. Did he win the fight? I Hillary. did not think he won. Uh-huh. Oh wow! See? Sorry, I didn't think he won. Was it bloody though? Did yeah, was it there was enough not blood bloody for you? enough? Oh, no. Darn Gordon it. got in some really good left hooks, which I thought was uh-huh. nice, but it, there was not enough carnage for my liking. <laughs> so hold on, you need to you need to look up bloodiest fight of the night, and then you can go back and watch. Oh yeah, that's true. And that way you don't waste your time. I just time. need to have that bookmarked mm-hmm. on my on my computer so I can go back and watch them all. But anyway, Jake Paul, the YouTuber boxer, he he's kind of been calling Patty out and wanting to fight him too. Patty is not oh. a good boxer, but anyway, he's he's wanting that fight. And he even insulted Dana White and mm. tweeted, "Being a UFC fighter with zero rights and no control is amazing if you're one of Dana White's favorites." So he said, you can even do a food review for free to drive up his views. What a league. Y'all deserve better. Ooh, wow. 
So he huh. he also thought Patty lost. Apparently. And Jake Paul knows <laughs> if he got in the ring with a UFC fighter and they were fighting UFC rules, if, if it was a uh, mixed martial arts fight, right. he gets his ass kicked. A hundred percent. By any of those guys right. in the UFC. The only way he has a shot is if it's a it's a boxing match with those great big gloves. Yes. You know, that are five feet thick. <laughs> That's the only it's way so he has a true. chance. That's why he loves to talk trash with all of the, the UFC right. fighters and on Dana White. Right. Well, okay, hold on a second. Um, you said there wasn't a lot of blood. Um, somebody mm-hmm. posted. It doesn't have the names. It just says... One of the bloodiest UFC fights I've ever seen, and so what you need to do is go and check the tape. Okay. And if, and if the you Patty it, and Jordan, no, fight? no, no, it's oh. somebody wearing uh, yellow shorts okay. uh, in the ring, mm. and somebody said that's one of the bloodiest fights. It says gruesome stuff, Ooh. and it's got this slow motion. It's pretty nasty. Bloodiest one I think I've ever seen is uh, Conor McGregor and uh, uh, Nate Diaz. Uh huh. Oh, the, I think they're I don't know second or third fight. One of those. It was a bloodbath. I mean, they, there was a pool of blood in the guys, ring. And those guys, they was, really have some stamina. And they you just, oof. you can't even imagine how they're getting back up and getting yeah, back up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, I'll have to go back and watch all the yeah, highlights. Yeah, look for, to, look for to the get guy my in the yellow trunks. <laughs> Apparently, that's the bloodiest fight. Yeah. All right. So uh, there's some news about like a survey done about uh, the Biden stuff and yes. laptop. So I think the last time I was in here, I talked about the Hunter Biden laptop contents are now online. Anybody can view them. Mm-hmm. That was at bidenlaptopreport.marcopolousa.org. There's an interesting <laughs> meeting. I don't know if this is in your stuff, but uh, the people are honing in on where he met with uh, Obama. Uh, oh, so it sounds, interesting. Uh, there's something there. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, there, I think there's a lot of us that have been following this from the beginning and always thought that it was authentic. But... Not everybody thought so, but there is a survey, like you mentioned, it's done by Tip Insights and respondents say, three quarters of survey respondents say voters lacked critical information about Hunter Biden's laptop during the 2020 elections and half would have voted differently. What? Half. Half of them, which is really interesting. 71% they say that the election would have played out differently. Oh, jeez. and, you know, all of this is just really starting to gain momentum thanks to Elon Musk mm-hmm. breaking out the Twitter files. Yeah. But it says, first of all, too, for people who are like, well, who did the poll? Well, the Tip Insights <laughs> survey, this thing has been around for 30 years uh-huh. and they've conducted surveys on all kinds of diverse topics and issues. They have the distinction of being known as the most accurate poll of this century. Oh, and it's the only really? poll to accurately predict the winner of the last five U.S. presidential elections. So this isn't some wow. fly by night. Yeah. Did they polling place? I wonder, did they predict Biden then? I believe they did. And this survey, they surveyed 501 adults who follow the the Hunter Biden story. Two thirds believe the details about Hunter Biden's chaotic lifestyle of drugs, prostitutes and overseas business dealings are authentic. And that includes 81% of Republican voters and 48% of Democrats. Half of Democrats believe that the stuff therein is Right. And two thirds say the FBI and the intelligence community deliberately misled the public by urging Facebook and Twitter to stop spreading stories. That's a nice shot. (laughs) I just just requested it be taken down. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yes, please. Uh, Hold on a second. I I was distracted. I was distracted there. Um, Two thirds. uh, What was it about the FBI and CIA? Two thirds of respondents said the FBI and the intelligence community deliberately misled the public by urging Facebook and Twitter to stop spreading stories, saying it was deemed misinformation. Mm. 
So it's wow. it's interesting because the uh, the House Republicans have invited Elon Musk to testify in their investigations over Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. So he's facing allegations of illegal business mm-hmm. dealings in China and Ukraine that, I mean, could implicate his father, even though President Biden says he's never, ever spoken to his sure. son about his foreign wink, business wink. dealings. Uh-huh. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. If anybody believes that, I I have some really good property to sell you. and uh, Where is it? It's, uh, it's, it's in Siberia, but it's beautiful. You know, I don't want Siberia to sound misleading because this is really nice property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Really, really nice property. We'll talk later. Uh, all right. Thank you, Hillary. Yeah, thanks We'll be watching for you on the 4-Minute Buzz. Uh, meantime, got to tell you about preborn because tragically every minute, uh, unborn lives, unborn babies' futures are sucked out of existence. Uh, but amid that darkness, there's a light that shines, and that's preborn. Preborn introduces mothers considering abortion to their unborn babies through an ultrasound. So the expectant mother has a chance to hear the heartbeat, to see the baby inside. And that 80% of the time, that changes everything. And they choose life. And then Preborn doesn't just stop. They love and support these mothers with maternity clothes afterward, diapers, counseling, and all kinds of help. For these moms, for free, for up to two years. So that's where your donation comes in. For just $28, you can rescue a baby's life. For $140, you could sponsor five ultrasounds. And now, because of matching funds, your gift is doubled. 100% of your donation will go towards saving babies. 100%. Our goal is to save 50,000 Blaze babies. Please join us. Just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, that's pound 250, keyword baby, or donate securely at preborn.com slash pat. Retired Navy SEAL, made famous after coming out as trans, has announced the D-transition. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Something we're hearing about more and more and more every day. A retired Navy SEAL who became famous almost 10 years ago uh, after coming out as transgendered, announced that he's detransitioning and called on Americans to wake up about how transgender health services are hurting children. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I take full responsibility, he said. I went on CNN and everything else, and that's why I'm here right now. I'm trying to correct that. Good for you. Uh, His name is uh is it robbie beck i think that's right yeah it's chris beck chris beck formerly known as Kristen beck and then formerly otherwise known as chris beck again I so see. yeah I see how that works uh beck gained notoriety in 2013 when he spoke with cnn's anderson cooper about transit transitioning to a woman i was used i was very naive and i was in a really bad way and i got taken advantage of I got propagandized. 
I got used badly by a lot of people who had knowledge way beyond me. They knew what they were doing. I didn't, he said. Dang. Beck served in the Navy for 20 years, including on SEAL Team 6. Wow. Wow. He was deployed 13 times. 13 times in Afghanistan and Iraq. And got more than 50 medals and ribbons for his service. Holy cow. Beck said he's speaking out about transgenderism to protect children in the current political climate. He said that because there are gender clinics all over America taking advantage of these kids. There are thousands of gender clinics uh, being put up all over America. As soon as kids go in and say, I'm a tomboy or this makes me feel comfortable... And then a psychologist says, oh, okay, you're transgender. And then the next day, you're on hormones. The same hormones they're using for uh, medical castration for pedophiles. God. Now they're giving these to healthy 13-year-olds. Does this seem right? He said. This is why I'm trying to tell America to wake up. Beck said that when he began transitioning, it took an hour-long meeting at uh, Veterans Affairs to be offered hormones. An hour! Wow. Wow. And this was years ago. This isn't even... Yeah, this was in uh, 2013. My goodness. I walked into a psychologist's office, and in one day, I have a letter in my hand saying I was transgender. I was authorized for hormones. I was authorized for all this other stuff. I had so much going on in my system when I started taking these... Some of that was paid for by the VA, and I'm sorry to the American people that I did that. Wow. Gosh, you just feel bad for him, you know, mm-hmm. and all he's been through. Yeah, I mean, and he's apologizing to everybody. Yeah. My goodness. And, you know, he was going through something, as he said, and then people took advantage of him. He's been off the hormones for about seven years now. This is a billion-dollar industry between psychologists, surgeries, hormones between chemicals between follow-up treatments there are thousands of gender clinics popping up all over our country and each one of these those gender clinics is going to be pulling in probably over 50 million dollars uh that's really something Uh, it's insanity good for him for speaking out because we need that we need people who understand what's happening and can warn people just come on Hang on. If you've got an 11-year-old or 12-year-old or 8-year-old, for heaven's sakes, going through this, don't just rush to start getting them hormones and blocking their puberty. It's a natural occurrence, and there will be consequences to doing that. Yeah, and and quite frankly, don't let them out of your sight. Yeah. If they are going through this uh, identity crisis, the last place they need to be is a public school. That's for sure. Where they are going to be shepherded to one of these uh, clinics, like this guy was telling us about. Uh, It's madness. It is complete and total madness. And I bless you. Thank you. I think that's only the second time I've ever sneezed on the air. I mean, God blesses you. I can't. I don't have that power. There's not a chance that I have that power. That's for sure. So anyway, it was only the second time you've ever sneezed on the air? I think so. Oh, I do it in this hellhole all the time, man. And it, they've both been by... in here. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I need to bring in that. I'm going to bring it in. Yes, okay. bring in the I'm Eden gonna Pure. bring in the Eden Pure, the, uh, the thunderstorm. thunderstorm. Put it right here. Put it right there. Right here. Mm-hmm. It, yep. It, it lives in these walls, stuff that makes us sneeze. Yeah. And blows Just in through that vent, in vent and then up the... there. 
Yeah, and then <laughs> Jeffy comes in here and just makes it even we, worse. We lose our. We're not when we're not even sick. I keep losing my voice, uh-huh. and it's probably because of that. So, uh, <laughs> it's <right>. a fact. <clears throat> it is. Yeah. Pennsylvania school board member refuses to vote for cis white male for president because that would be the wrong message to send. Like the like the school board president <clears throat> or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. An Upper Moreland school board member said she would not vote for the only white cis man on the board for the role of president because it sends the wrong message to the community. Well, What message is that? Well, that is racist <clears throat> and yeah. genderist. Yep. Uh, what a bigot. I know. A Willow Grove, Pennsylvania school board member said she would not vote for the only cis white male on the board despite prefacing the comment that he would make an excellent president. Oh, well, then that makes a lot of sense, right? He'd make an excellent president, but you're not going to vote for him because he's white and he considers himself a man because he is a man. Uh, During the meeting, school board treasurer Jennifer Solit led the motions as acting president until a new president was was elected. Two names were considered, April Stainback and Greg Delia. Hmm. Uh, just before the vote, Solat weighed in on who she would be voting for. I believe that Mr. Delia would make an excellent president. However, mm-hmm. I feel that yeah. electing the only cis white male on this board, president of this district, sends the wrong message. Screw you. <laughs> These people are gross. A message that is contrary to what we as a board have been trying to accomplish. What, are you trying to eliminate all white people from existence? What are you doing? Huh. That is... That's absolutely sexist, asinine, racist, racist, probably illegal. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> so uh, I guess doesn't say whether he won or not. I guess he didn't. Uh, Mrs. Steinbeck has done an exemplary job when it came to a vote. Members voted for Steinbeck was a lone vote. Yep. Yep. Only uh, <laughs> the only vote Delia got the white cis male. Okay. Was from himself. Oh come on! Everybody else voted. But he for would have the been excellent, person. except. But for he the would whole have been excellent. Whitey yeah. McDude part. Yeah, yeah. Except for the fact that he's pretty sure he's a man, and he is, and he's uh, Whitey. You know, a freaking Casper. So we were um, told that that uh, discrimination <clears throat> was wrong. Is wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And then people like this lady started doing it on the DL. Mm-hmm. And now they're just and now it's openly, not even on the DL. They're like, we don't care. We right. don't care if it's illegal. We're totally doing this. It's in your face now. Yeah. No. What yeah, I'd do? vote for him and he'd be great. Yeah. Probably be the best district president of all time. But I'm not gonna vote for him because he's white. What are, oh. you gonna, what are you gonna do to stop us? Huh? Is he and gonna nothing? come at us? No, nobody's coming at him. Nobody's gonna make this will be the last you ever hear of it. Yeah. Nobody will say anything. Oof. Nobody will do anything. Poor guy just uh, got voted down because he's a white man. Well, that'll teach him. Yeah, that'll teach him. Mm-hmm. Learn him some manners. <laughs> yep. Maybe you'll start to have some questions about uh, your gender now, after this. And if your huh? name is uh, Rachel Dolezal and you try to be black, then you'll get rightfully ridiculed for trying to change your race like that. Well, and that's appropriation, too. Exactly. Appropriation. Yeah, so what's this guy supposed to do? Know his place. He'd know his place. Down there. That's what he's supposed Way to do. Way down the old bottom rung of society. Yes, sir. That's what you get for being a straight <clears throat> white male. And you deserve it. Yeah. For being a straight white male. Thank you. <laughs> what a world. So bad.
Uh, once in a lifetime find of thirteen a thirteen hundred year old necklace. Oh, more history stuff. So historians are pretty psyched about it. All right, thirteen hundred year old necklace, uh, beaded with gold and semi precious stones, has been discovered in an early Anglo Saxon burial site under a construction project in central England. The location is being hailed as the most significant female barrier burial site from the era discovered in britain wait we're saying female i thought we weren't supposed to remember we've had a story where we said on these archaeological digs we got to stop saying they're male or female when we find them that's right wow they're not going they're not abiding by that well this is a hateful publication whatever this is i should probably just throw this away yeah it's lost all credibility whatever else is going to say about this find wait wait is it (laughs) yeah no they're saying this is like the earliest uh christian related find in britain Ever. Oh, really? So they're saying that these might be like mm, uh, first, that's cool. first or second generation Christians uh, in Britain. Probably, uh, oh, they said brought the gospel or what they said, but uh, so it'd be about about 700 AD in there yeah, somewhere. Sure, mm, that's kind of cool. Yeah, very cool. There's also some more history here. So this is a little My more goodness, re- a little more recent history oh, okay. though. New documents are shedding light on the CIA's connection. To Lee Harvey Oswald. No. Wait a minute. Yeah. All signs point to the <clears throat> government doing this now? I'm shocked. Isn't that shocking? Nothing is. No. A core of researchers looking into it say they have unearthed proof <laughs> that Lee Harvey Oswald was involved in, in uh, an operation by the CIA just a few months before the killing, reigniting questions about whether uh, the Oswald, whether Oswald was truly alone in his decision to kill the youngest man ever elected president. <clears throat> in a Tuesday press conference at the National Press Club, uh, Jefferson Morley, a veteran of the D.C. press corps and a preeminent expert on JFK's assassination, told reporters that he and a- attorneys with the foundation obtained documentation <laughs> relating to a still-classified... Why? Why is any of this stuff classified anymore? Come on. I know. There's absolutely no reason for that. It was 1963. (laughs) I think any security concern you had from that period of time is behind us. But they're going to use that forever. Because, and we're, you know, just like the alien stuff, we're just not going to find out anything of substance. They're just not going to tell us. Because it's it's probably just too shocking, too embarrassing for the government, and so they can't let us know. <laughs> because obviously, if the CIA was involved mm-hmm. in killing JFK, that's really bad. So the three that is really bad. Three months before mm-hmm. the assassination, CIA meets with uh, with Lee Harvey, Harvey Oswald. Oswald. Now here are what conspiracy theorists uh, have ascribed to various motives here uh, for the CIA involvement. Possible, okay. possible uh, deals here. Yeah. Uh, he had uh, fired the CIA director, Alan Doles, Dulles. Uh, Kennedy's refusal to provide air support of the Bay of Pigs invasion. Kennedy's plan to cut the agency budget by 20%. Uh, belief that the president was weak on communism. So there's you got four. So they decided possible. he had to go. Yeah. So, uh, is the implication. That's, that's, that's the CIA connected Kennedy theories. <clears throat> wow. In 1979, of course, we know that... Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, the House Select mm-hmm. Committee on Assassinations mm-hmm. concluded the CIA was not involved. <laughs> oh, of course not. <laughs> I mean, so the government is going to investigate the government. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So which do you believe? Russians? Oh. CIA? 
Cubans. LBJ. LBJ. That's LBJ was another interesting aspect. Human oh, being. Hideous. Hideous. I don't put anything past LBJ. Literally one of the worst presidents in the history of this nation. As far as governance and human being. And just not a good guy. Mm-hmm. Or, or mm. was it Ted Cruz's dad, Rafael Cruz? Because we can't discount that. I mean, Trump came up with that years ago. How do we know that uh, he's not in on something? We don't. We don't know. <laughs> We don't. So, do you think the CIA the, thing is the most? I want to know promising. I want to know if the CIA met with Ted Cruz's dad, Rafael Cruz. <laughs> That's what we need to look into. Where was he in 1963? Uh huh. Huh? Let's find that out. Uh huh. And that'll be the key to this situation. All right, we got uh, overtime coming up, and then we'll see you back here with uh, Jeffy to chew the fat tomorrow. Pat Gray, Unleashed.